Have you visited the storehouses of the snow? From whose womb did the ice come forth, and who has given birth to the hoarfrost of heaven? The waters become hard like stone, and the face of the deep is frozen. From the book of Job, 6th century BCE. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall, and this is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature, and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for December 13th to 20th, 2019, the last quarter of the cold moon. And here are some natural events for this quarter moon. According to the Almanac, the length of daylight this week is about nine hours here. So if you work an eight-hour day, that gives you a whole 60 minutes to enjoy outdoor recreation in daylight, less whatever time it takes you to get to work and back. For most of us, it's dark when we get up, and it's dark when we lie down. And you add the cloudy or stormy days, and the bundling clothes, and the ice and snow, and you can see why many perfectly sane, respectable people simply can't abide a main winter. Some will migrate south with the songbirds. Some will see their therapist more often or sit by a light box or try vitamins or herbal remedies or alcohol. Some take it out on others. Some consider it a good time to die, as the lengthy obituary pages testify these days. And it isn't just the darkness outside that makes this season so trying. It's the darkness inside, too. Fear, sadness, grief, resentment, depression, all loom as we spend more time in our igloos and less time dipping blubber with others. We fret over our health or our children or our legacy or the impeachment proceedings in Washington, the things we never did, or the things we did that we never should have done. We lie awake at night listening to the coyotes and the cold winds howl. We see the great dark grizzly bear of the north looming over the horizon, with icy tushes glistening, meaty breath coming in clouds, claws raised to crush everything we hold dear, to drag us away from our warm fire off into the cold night to die alone. And trying to run from the great bear is like running in a dream without going anywhere. Face it, sometimes that is what winter feels like around here. So here's a rank opinion. This is why our ancestors held through the winter together, gathered in clan, tribe, or village. As the darkness grew, the last harvest was in, the hunting done. The ancients gathered to light lights, sing songs, tell stories, to mark the passing of the long nights and brief days, as high and holy days, as sacred time. They set aside this season to recount and reenact their consecrated history that could not be sung or spoken at any other time of the year. 
They made sure that the very old, the very young, and the unfortunate had enough to get them through. And in doing these things, they drove away fear. If the great dark grizzly bear is looming over us, we might do as they did. We might leave off our own thoughts and think theirs for a while. We might sing their songs, tell their stories. It helped them survive and thrive through countless winters, for sure, or we would not be here today. Most towns have heating funds for those who are cold. This is the perfect time to support it. Every gift warms twice. Those who gave it and those who received it. For the Field and Forest Report, as December goes by, we're entering the storehouses of the snow. Before last week's snow was washed away, it was etched far and wide with fleeting accounts of animal activity, written in a code that could be deciphered by the curious. Here, a crow landed to forage under the snow. Over there, the deer walked through the orchard and parted the white cover with their hooves, looking for apples. So evocative are these writings that we can almost see the creatures who inscribed them and think their thoughts, too. And finally, a seed pod for you to carry around with you. This from Henry David Thoreau's journal, 1841. Here is the distinct trail of a fox stretching a quarter of a mile across the pond. Now I'm curious to know what has determined its graceful curvatures, its greater and lesser spaces, and how surely they are coincident with the fluctuations of some mind. Here was one expression of the divine mind this morning. The pond was his journal, and last night's snow made a clean slate for him. the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>